Hey everyone, I'm Jack Midkiff and welcome to my podcast. I'm so thankful that you are here and I would encourage you to share this with your friends, share this with the people that you, uh, you like and hey, after you listen, if you're not happy, share it with the people you don't like. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, that's not really my goal though. So I, I hope that we can have a good time together and I have a subject today that I want to talk about that I'm... Uh, I'm excited about. I would love to hear from you whenever you watch or listen one of these podcasts. I'd love for you to give me some feedback, give me some ideas, maybe of what you think about what I'm talking about. Because there's one thing that I would always want people to know about me is I do have convictions. I have thoughts. I have things that I believe in. Although I believe in those things, I don't necessarily believe that I'm the only guy on the planet right, <laughs> because I believe that other people's perspectives are pretty important as well, and I believe that God gives everyone their own mind and their own ability to think, their own ability to, um, to reason. Just because we don't think alike doesn't mean that we can't be friends, and just because we're friends doesn't mean we have to think just alike. But I do believe that, uh, that it's good to hear different perspectives. It's good to know what you believe, as I do, and as I'm sure you do. But I get my beliefs as far as the things I talk about. I get it straight out of the Bible because I'm a Christian, and Christian beliefs, I believe, should, uh, should originate there. So I would love to hear from you. Now, before I get into this subject i i want to uh just give you today i want to invite you to the church that i get to pastor it's high praises church it's in maryville tennessee we have services on wednesday and sunday sunday nights we have if you are local in the area we have connect groups there's a group for every age and we would just love to come and have you come and be a part of it on sunday mornings i like to kind of uh, talk about that as being our celebration for the week everybody comes together and we have a full band and we just it's just a wonderful wonderful exciting time on Wednesday night we call it chapel because it's more of a intimate setting and an intimate ideal with God so it's more of just worship and then of course I share the word that I have on my heart so come and see us at High Praises Church. And if you live outside of the uh, East Tennessee region, you can join us online at Facebook and YouTube at The High Praises Church. All right. So today I want to talk about habits. Do you have any habits? I bet you do. Are they good habits? Are they bad habits? Are they... Um, life-sustaining habits are they habits that could cause you physical damage are they habits that could cause you emotional damage are they habits that could cause you to gain friends does your habits have a tendency to cause friends to go away habits it's something that we all have. You know, I have a habit of brushing my teeth every morning. I have a habit of drinking coffee every morning. I have a habit of eating lunch every day. Um, I also 
have a habit of reading the Bible because I formed that habit. Um, sometimes we have habits we don't like to talk about. Sometimes we have habits that are good for us. Today, I want to talk about habits from a perspective of being a Christian. When you establish good habits, and I believe this is whether you're talking about church things or Christian things, or even maybe you're not a, a church-going person. You know what? Maybe you don't even believe in God. Well, good habits still keep you strong. I wish, and at one time it was, and you know what? I'm just going to make a declaration that it's going to be better from this. I'm going to make a decision to make my habit of going to the gym better because when you make a habit of exercising i saw at a gym that we used to be a member of uh years ago it said exercise adds um, it don't only add years to your life but it adds life to your years that's what it was and so good habits do that good habits make you strong good habits protect your mind um I try to make it a habit to pray every morning and every night. There's a lot of days I pray a lot more in between, but the first thing I do every morning, I love to make it a time of prayer because it gets my mind in the right place. Now, I will tell you that I have to make an effort to do that because a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of things going on in my life, as I'm sure there is yours. A lot of times I wake up with other stuff on my mind and then I'll be about my morning, whether I'm in the shower or whether I'm already out of the house and gone. And then I'll think I haven't prayed yet. But as much as I can and, and as much as I can keep myself on that habit, I like to pray as soon as I wake up. Sometimes I pray before I even get out of bed just because I want my first conversation to be with God. And I, I've got certain things that I pray for, like I've got three children. I pray for all three children every morning. At night, the same thing. I lay down. I'm kind of a night owl, so I have a tendency to lay down, but I'll keep the TV on and, or I'll keep a device on or something, and, and my mind's still going. But before I close my eyes, I always try to make it a habit to pray because I want, to be the, I want the first thing I do every day to be talked to God, and the last thing I do is talk to God. There again, sometimes I don't hit that mark, but I, I try my best to make that a habit because a good habit will protect you from your enemy. I believe your enemy is Satan. That's what the Bible says. Your enemy, the devil, is roaming around seeking whom he may devour. A, another good habit, uh, another good thing that a habit will do, I should say. It'll help you get to, get to your end goal. It'll help you get to victory. It'll help you get uh, successful in your business. It'll make you successful in a ministry. It'll make you successful as a parent. It'll make you successful um, or help you be successful in all those things. But the secret I want you to understand the secret to your future is hidden. But I don't want you to think that it's hidden from you. I believe, and I like to look at it this way, it's hidden for you. And good habits 
help you uncover the secrets of life. You know, before I ever became a father, I didn't know how to be a good daddy. Now, I had a good dad, and he taught me a lot of good things. But you know what? He was human, and he, he also had some, you know, just like we all do, he had some things in his life that wasn't perfect. But he taught me some good things. But I could never just watch him and then just because I watched him be the best dad I could be. I became the father that that I try to be anyway by practicing good things. Um, I was married. My wife went to heaven as this recording is going on. My wife went to heaven six years ago. Well, you know what? There again, my mom and dad was married for 30-some years before he died, and he died pretty early. So they were, they were married young, they, and then my mother remarried to a wonderful man and was married another 30 years. Um, so I had people in my life. I've had aunts and uncles and a lot of good people that have taught me how to be a, a good husband, you know, and be in, help make a good relationship. But the way that I was able to be a husband that I needed to be to her was um, I formed good habits. Good habits bring good things. Bad habits bring bad things. Understand that your future is really up to you in the habits that you decide that you're going to form. Sometimes uh, we form habits because of the crowd we keep, you know, you hear if you're a, a young kid and you hear another young kid talking back to your parent, then you're liable to try that. But I promise you, with my parents, that wasn't a habit that I was able to sustain because my mother believed in whooping. <laughs> and so uh, that habit was broken pretty quick. Well, Unfortunately, as you become an adult, it still works the same way. You hang around certain people and you form certain habits maybe because of what they do. I got a thought for you. If someone isn't taking you higher, in effect, they are actually taking you lower. So your future is up to you. Whatever you have, whatever happens in your life, isn't usually an accident now that's not just a blanket statement because i know some of you some of us have suffered some uh, some bumps and bruises in life i get that but i'm not really talking about those unplanned unscheduled deaths or or anything i'm talking about things that we say things that we do i'm talking about what you have today is a big part of what you spoke yesterday. And so I want to remind you that everything that happens in your life is not necessarily God's will. A lot of it has to do with your choices and my choices. Because God's will is for you to be blessed. God's will is for you to have good things. You say, prove it. Okay, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans and thoughts I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster, 
to give you a future and a hope. So it is in your hands more than you know or maybe have realized of what your future is going to be. God's plan for your future is already set, but he also made us free moral agents. And so you can make choices. So I have a I have a question. Where can you find this hidden secret? A lot of times the purpose in life, your direction in life is hidden, but it's not hidden from you. It's hidden for you. So where do you find that? I believe one place that you can find it is in your daily routine. Galatians 6, 8, the harvest you reap reveals the seed that you planted. So there again, I'm going to repeat myself, what you said yesterday. I heard somebody say um, just a couple days ago, they said they were married for 18 years and uh, it, it was a female and she was basically talking about how she caused her divorce and she said uh for 18 years she said she had this anger issue and she would look at her husband and say i'm not your wife i'm not your wife she said and guess what one day i wasn't because he divorced me so the words you speak today the deeds you do today the actions you take today will affect tomorrow i'm gonna read the rest of this it says if you plant corrupt seeds of self-life into this natural realm you can expect a harvest of corruption if you plant the good seeds of spirit life you will reap a beautiful fruits that grow from the everlasting life of the spirit so you have a decision to make and here's the decision is victory or is good achievements important to you is that is that something you want to achieve Here's, here's how you achieve it. You make one good decision at a time. You form one good habit at a time. You say one nice word to someone at a time. Proverbs 8, 34 and 35 says, If you wait at wisdom's doorway, longing to hear a word for every day, joy will break forth within you as you listen for what I'll say. Um, verse 35 for the fountain of life pours into you every time that you find me. And this is the secret of growing in the delight and the favor of God. So in other words, an anointed daily routine produces good stuff. An anointed daily routine consists of the things, the gifts, the callings, the the, the the godly stuff that you allow out of your mouth that you omit from your life in other words if you do something good for someone it's going to produce something good in your life it's reaping and sowing sowing and reaping however you want to say that so i would encourage you to uh understand that if you want to know what the secret to success is pay attention to what your daily routine is Another thing you need to do is feed your spirit every day. You can say this, I am a spirit. Come on, say it. I am a spirit. I live in a body. I possess a soul. What does that mean? I'm a three-part being. You're a three-part being. The spirit man is what never dies. I mean, once you are conceived, you're alive for eternity. And a lot of times that's hard for, I, I, I was sharing with our 
teenagers a while back. And I went through this whole thing, and I was so proud of how I was sharing it. And I looked at this young lady, and I said, so do you really ever die? And she went, yeah, <laughs> because sometimes we don't get that. We don't comprehend that we're three parts. Three is a very significant number. There's three parts to the Godhead. Uh, there's not three gods, and I'm not saying that, but God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they have it's the same God with diff, different gifts, different uh, workings, different dispensations of physical attachment to us. God the Father created, God the Son came and redeemed, and God the Holy Spirit is living in us today. So there's uh, it, three was the day was a number that was significant in the Easter season or the resurrection season because he laid down his life and three days later the resurrection happened three is very important and we need to understand that three is is significant in us because I'm a spirit think about it this way the Bible says to be absent from this life is to be present with the Lord so in other words when someone dies they go straight to heaven well what's that body that's laying in front of us then that's the that's one part of of our being but it's not who we are so in other words if you look on the outside of me you're not really seeing me you're seeing where i live so i am a spirit i live in a body and i possess a soul my soulish realm is my mind my will my intellect so you know what i believe that you have to feed the real you every day and how you do that says in Matthew 4, 4, but Jesus replied, it is written and forever remains written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that that comes out of the mouth of God. So how do you feed yourself? John 16, 33. Uh, These things I've spoken unto you that in me you might have peace in the world. You should have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Read the word every day. And you're feeding your spirit. You're making your spirit man stronger. Another thing we should do is build our faith. First Samuel 36, it's 30, verse 6. David was greatly distressed, for the man spoke of stoning him because the souls of them all were bitterly grieved, each man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged and strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Faith God gives every person the measure of faith. But to keep your faith strong or allow it to go weak, it's your responsibility. It's my responsibility. It isn't God's. It isn't our pastor. It isn't our spouse or our best friend. The only one that can guarantee that we enjoy strong faith is ourselves. So... Hebrews 11, 30 and 33 and 34. Who by the help of faith subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promised blessings, closed the mouth of lions, extinguished the power of fire, uh, raging fire, escaped the devourings of the sword. It goes on and on, and I could, I could read that, but I want you to know today that your strength comes from your habits. Your weaknesses come from your habits. 
if your body is weak, it's probably because you haven't formed good habits of exercise or maybe good habits of eating. Okay, if your spirit man is weak, it's probably because you haven't formed good exercise. And when I say you, I mean me as well. We're all in this together. But as, as we form or, or don't those good habits, we either get or don't get the benefits. So, and then we could go into the whole other thing of bad habits, you know, poo. There's a there's a bad habit on this earth today that's a it's really we we've been talking about a pandemic for the last couple years how this thing you know that we've dealt with has has just shrouded the world well there's another one and it's called pornography it it is absolutely a, a epidemic and that's a bad habit why is it a bad habit because it's fantasy and it's not truth it's it's uh it it's it's something that takes our mind in a place. You know what? The subject matter is bad, but it's not so much for me uh, to talk about this and think about that. The reason that pornography is so, so strong and so bad for us, of course, the content is horrible for us to, to lust and all that, but it's, it's a power that gets inside of us. It's a, it's a stronghold. You know, some people have, habits that are easier to see than others but anything that is destructive to you i would i would kind of put that under the category of bad habit so understand that greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world so you can overcome that bad habit you can overcome that thing that has maybe caused you to um go down a, a slippery slope or a bad path. Well, how do I do that? You replace the bad with the good. You control your thought life. Joshua 1.8 says, The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate. That's a word that's kind of unpopular in the church world for some reason. I had one pastor tell me, a friend of mine, he said that... Uh, he, he was encouraging his people to meditate one day on the Word, and this lady just come up and just just bawled him out because that's not right. We shouldn't meditate. The Scripture's full. Uh, now, I, you know, if you're talking about transcendental meditation, you know, where you get some guru and he sits in front of you and you both cross your legs and, and hum at each other, that's not... No, that's maybe not good, but I'm talking about meditating on the Word because what you think about, you act on. What you meditate on, you speak from a position of that a lot of times. And so a question that we could ask ourselves, is my thought life healthy or toxic? Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the thoughts that you have, the thoughts that we entertain, will produce actions. And those actions can quickly become habits. Your thoughts affect your words, which affect your health, which affect your prosperity, your joy, your peace, every area of your life. Your thoughts affect your words. Your words affect all of that. Why? Because death and life are in the power of the tongue.
there's there's some good habits that as as I'm wrapping this up, there's some good habits that I would encourage you as a Christian to do. Make it a habit to praise. Make it a habit to get some praise music going in your in your car. Get some I don't care what kind of music it is, but if it causes you to have thoughts of praise and causes you to give God praise, man, use that. Um, get rid of baggage that you don't need. And I'm not talking about uh, physical baggage. I'm talking about mental things. When we have a thought life that's full of, oh my goodness, I've got to do this. And oh my Lord, how am I going to get that done? And oh, I'm just so worried about this. And you know what? Casting all your care on Him because He cares for you. As you make an effort and go toward God with positive habits, He supernaturally will bring good things into your life. And our choices are so important. And so, you know what? As we leave today, I want to pray over you. I want to encourage you to form good habits. And I just... The book of Matthew eighteen nineteen says, When we agree touching anything, it shall be done. So I will make an agreement with you today and stand in agreement with you in prayer that the bad habits that we have, we're going to have strength to, to walk away from those and those good habits that we have, or maybe we don't even have yet. We're going to form them. We're going to act on them more often. We're going to get up and take a walk. Get up and say a prayer. Get up and go to the gym. Get up and eat healthy for the day. We're going to do the things that produce good things. I'll agree with you if you'll agree with me. And you know what? We'll go forward together. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for my friend, whoever it is that's watching. And, and uh, I pray, God, that you would help them today with habits. Help them today, Lord, make good choices. Help them today to be able to be an overcomer by your blood, of course, the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Lord, give them the fortitude to speak the right words. Give them the power to walk away from bad things. And God, ultimately, I thank you for uh, just being who you are to us and our habits bringing glory to you and life to ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm Jack Midkiff. I appreciate you being with me today. Uh, share this podcast with your friends and um, form good habits. Make a habit of doing good things. I'll see you next time.